This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Yoim Bey's Parshish Mishpatim. The following is brought to you by Yehuda Shane, the administrator of Kashrus Anytime, which is the division of the Kosher Consumers Union, a 501c3 organization. The topic will be infestation update. There have been some very confusing posts, podcasts, books regarding insects. In general, they are trying diligently to create various atherium. The atherium were not aligned with our material, but based more on cautious with Turutzen. As Reb Shlomo Zalman Orbach told me, that Americana Rabbanim are constantly trying to come up with atherium for everything. Therefore, they'll ask me some hypothetical question, and from that answer, they'll build a header for a different situation. So, Rabbi always tries to figure out from these Americana Rabbana what are their real, what are they really looking for without the hypothetical cases, but the real one, what are they really looking for? Another very important point is that it used to be each country had its insects and its predators. Now, everything is grown and shipped all over the world, so the insects we have, but not necessarily the predators. Then what came along was DDT killed many of those beneficial predator insects. So we don't have any more of the predator insects, so now we really have a major problem. In Europe, they used to give prizes to the Cheder child, who was the first to discover the season's first infested cherries. The Mishnah Berurah by Hilkas Marer quotes the Chsam Seifer who says that we must check the moral lettuce by using people with good eyesight and Anoshim Yuchad Misiyamim to check the lettuce. What is Anoshim Yuchad Misiyamim? Special to people that also have good eyesight, but it has to be special to people that are trained in this. That's what Yuchad Misiyamim are. He then says not to use specialty people with poor eyesight. That doesn't mean that anybody with any eyesight, even though they're not trained, is qualified to check for uh, infestation. It has to be a trained Anoshim Yuchad Misiyamim, plus the second ingredient has to be good eyesight. And somebody with bad eyesight, even if he's an expert, or he was an expert, still cannot continue doing training. That Moshe Vai and I were both experts in infestation, but our eyesight is not what it used to be. So we let other experts do the checking at this point. My diamond grading experience has helped me very much in grasping the Bedikis Talam. With, with a 10 power loop, which is the standard in the diamond and precious stones industry, it is not utilized to see something that one can't see with the naked eye. Rather, it's used to clarify somewhat that which the normal eye can see. That Moshe Vaya, the undisputed world expert in infestation, realized that it's impractical to attempt to train every homemaker or individual in the expertise of Vedikas Talam. Therefore, he teaches in the Israeli schools the methods of cleaning fruits and vegetables prior to consumption, not how to check them. In the United States, we don't think it would work as people in general are not used to this cleaning and everything else. They just open the package, dump it out, and eat it. So that's why they have to buy their pre-checked produce only from reliable ashgachas. 
such as Reb Moshe Bayer, Reb David Goldstein, Reb Ari Green. Some of the others that we'll find on some of the packages are actually, or they, they say they know B'dikas Talam, are the wannabes, the politically correct, the excellent orators, but no clue in real-life inspection of infestation and everything in between. Let's address the produce advertising big letters, greenhouse-grown leafy vegetables. Greenhouse-grown does indeed have insects per se, but they're controllable. Doesn't mean that there's no insects there just because it's greenhouse grown. The facts just don't prove it. The facts show that there is infestation. It also depends what percentage of product is being checked. Many of these pre-checked greenhouse grown places do not check enough of a percentage that would give a level of reliability and comfort that all of it is to be considered insect free. Some of the pre-checked, including greenhouse grown, Hashgachis refused to divulge what percentage is being checked, so it's actually playing Russian roulette at best, so we really wouldn't want to rely on them. Now let's move on to triple washed leafy vegetables. First, there would be no reason to triple wash clean vegetables. Mind you, the water used for washing is recirculated, so the infested water goes around like a merry-go-round. The interesting thing is, if we happen to have a load that happens to be clean and we triple wash it with the recirculated infested water, now it becomes an infested even though it started out as a clean batch. So triple wash is still an infested product. For some unexplained reason, the Andy Boy brand of romaine lettuce is very often heavily infested even though it's just the hearts of romaine, but that's what the facts are. Nebel Yashiv, Norbach, and Rebosner all observed insects the size of a third of a millimeter and said it's visible and identifiable. So that is the shear is a third of a millimeter. The optometrist associations all say that a person with normal eyesight can identify an object a third of a millimeter. Ravosna said that the Ramah in Hilchus Nicker says the following. These things, Monia Nicker, these things cannot be learned from Sforum only from an expert. Sedra Bozna that that applies to everything in Kashrus. The expert decides on the fact is it visible, is it near Damotzi, etc., etc. The Rav then takes the expert's information and conclusions and applies the relevant halachas. It's not for the Rav to become or play expert. That is the word that Ravosna told me. So basically, we have the mumchim around that tell you there is infestation, there isn't a tamati, etc., etc. And the rov only comes then and applies the halacha that because of that you can't use it, or you have to do this, or you have to do a maisa, etc., etc. We must only follow the Messiah as we see in the mission in Idias, mission of Gimel. There was a machloikas between Shammai and Hillel. They were arguing how much water. Apostle to Mikvah. They both wore very strong proofs to their position, yet the Chachamim were not ready to agree. Till two Gardayim came from the Sharashva. Gardayim are the ones that make nets, etc., etc., from the lowest, lowest of the type of people from Klal Yisrael. They lived by the Sharashva, so we could imagine what type of people they were. No gross Acham, not learned people or anything else like it. <coughs> 
And they came into the base medrash. They heard what Shammai and Hill were arguing about, and they said that they were in the base medrash. <coughs> excuse me. And they had the Messiah from Shmai and Apalyon that three Lugan passed the mikveh, and the Chum accepted their Messiah, as Messiah is the only guide by Klal Yisrael, not Kashas and Terutzim. Messiah is the only thing that guides us, as the Chibina Rav said. Mishalashidas Torah, you don't make halachas. It's interesting now. Mishnah Dalit in India says, "V'loma maskil nesdivrei shamay vehu." Lamed ledores habam sheloyehe adam oimin al dvarav shalei avos haolam loyamdu al tibreim. In English, what that means is that if we have that, we were relying on the the Messiah of Shemayim and Talion. What do we have to bring in the beginning in the Mishnah? The difference of Shammai the hill, not even saying what they have, of what the Machoikas was. So he says to teach us to all future generations, don't stand your ground where others didn't stand their ground on these things. If we have a Messiah, we just fold up, we comply with Kash and Terutzim, but then we continue. If one wants to have debates on Vikuchim, it's not going to change the Messiah of the Allah. We had the Ramban. If you among others that were proficient in debate, but Allah remains as the, the Messiah dictates. And all the major Poiskim and the Rev Yashiv, Rev Vosner, Rev Weiss, Rev Shlomo Zalman, all of them came up and they said that a third of a millimeter is Nidale Nayim, it's identifiable. The one that has to decide if you could identify this as an insect. Is not what each one could decide. It's based on what the Mumcha says, as Rabosa quoted, and he brought a raya from Ramon Nicker. So that's what we have to go by. As Rabbi Zalma said, it, that in general, vegetarians war or become doubters in the Munna. And he said, like, you know, I never have curious. The over are more surim by consuming infested product than by consuming meat and poultry. It's brought in many swarm that many people included whole communities that became doubters in Emuna and even Apikorsum Rahman Salah, all because they consumed in, infested insects and trachus. Okay. Now regarding infestation in fish is another issue which we'll dis- de- address Mitzvah at another time. Regarding orange juice, it should be filtered with a hundred mesh filter because of the common scale insects that are in all of the orange juice, even the ones with Ashgacha. Flour should be sifted with a seventy mesh filter. Sifter. Quinoa and brown rice are commonly infested, very hard to check, and it's not recommended really to check it. Uh, use white rice and skip the quinoa. Quinoa is considered to be kidneyous for Pesach, according to the Ada, according to the Shlomo Miller, Rabbi Belsky, and many, many, many others. The green nori wraps used for sushi are infested with seahorses that the Ashkachas look out for, but the small kopi pods commonly found in reservoir-based water systems are common in the nori wraps. Therefore, they may not be used at all regardless of the Ashkachas. In Eretz most Hashgachas have stopped using the nori wraps because of the infestation.